0: I say just release it. you know me to release it? Yeah. Um, we last week we started to record an episode and then I'm while we while we were recording uh, we had like crap blow up at my work and I started getting, I started seeing all these messages come in like, what about this? What about that? What's going on? And it's amazing how <laughs> fast it can escalate when work's not in person and, and it's over the air. Like just every, any message will make us send us on a path. So. Right.
1: Because all of a sudden, and you're not together to be like, uh, oh, that guy's actually body language is pretty calm when he's saying what he's saying.
0: Woo. Look at that. <laughs> Ooh, he's showing off his 15. I got a new friends. I got a new iPhone. I just took it out of, out of my pocket and I distracted William. With it. I just showed him the shiny Did shiny. you,
1: did you like, okay, shot? Because you had a what, an eight before?
0: I had a 10. It has been six years since I upgraded my phone. So this so has got to be. Credit to Apple, man. Like they made a phone that lasted six years. I had to replace the screen one time, like a year and a half ago after I, I broke it.
1: That's but, not
0: bad. I mean, come on. I replaced the battery one time as well. So. But they had a well I can six I know, well, years long ago, but, but dude so tell me like what's your review okay so my review is so
1: faster I can, I
0: can give you the the review or I can give you the the actual just how do you really feel so so what I really felt was like man don't know um, oh, no, he's getting texts from work no I'm trying to I've got stuck in this choose your own screen whatever mode and I'm still trying to get back to the regular phone okay here's my real review um a day in, the reason that I bought it was a couple fold. One is time my phone is old right. and tired. And the charger. So like things are happening. So what happens, with the reason, like, even if your f- hardware is fine. So my, my iPhone 10 hardware is fine. I like it. It's a good phone. Um, but, but technology moves forward. So like websites that used to load like in an instant, don't load in an instant now because they have more complex crap going on. And so I have these websites that, that I use for work there's one website that it literally takes 25 seconds to look <laughs> like now it's a badly concept. A website, it shouldn't take that long, but it does. Right. And, and so it's like that kind of stuff. Now on this phone, is like blink. It's on. So
1: I have a question now that you're saying that, because I actually, th- I, I have a theory on this, but you know, there's that conspiracy theory that Apple's slowing down your phones. Pur- well, that used to, I, I believe
0: that theory. I think it used to be true. Okay. I think, I think but now do you think they did it nefariously so, like before I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, but anyway, um, Anyway, um, so anyway, so the phone is just straight faster. But the reasons that I bought it were okay. I'm gonna go on this trip abroad, and I can't have a phone that the battery dies in three hours. Oh, good point. <laughs> so I bought this phone. That's going, that's a good justification. Well, good w- job. Thank you. I, I I had to workshop it for like a week. Well, how? <laughs> I, I don't think I delivered it with confidence when Rachel asked. Like, so what are we doing now with this phone? I'm good. like, uh, well, I, we're traveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta have something reliable. <laughs> gotta be reliable. That being said, yesterday. Woke up, had my phone on my desk, used it for the smattering of work purposes that I use it for. At the end of the mid mid evening, I was at seventy five percent. I mean, the phone just worked, dude, all day long. Now I didn't, I didn't put it through its paces. I didn't play games for an hour on it or whatever. But man, that's different. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. So that's fun. Um, and then the other thing is, I bought it because I have always said this and I stand by this that the lightning chargers that Apple makes are hot garbage. I believe in the same way that I believe that Apple used to artificially gimp phones. I believe that they I think they make those, those cables to deliberately fail, and um, so that you keep buying them. And uh, screw that, screw those guys. So I'm excited to be uh, in the in the USB C world where Do I can you really buy. Think, like what's the point? For a $30 cable? Yeah. Uh, it's like a subscription. I, is this just something in my brain that just doesn't... I don't... Dude, ex- there is for sure a slide. Th- in the internal slideshows, there is for sure a slide that says ongoing I Apple iPhone revenue, and there's a line item for cables, and there's a line item for periphery and stuff. And I don't... Nah, I don't believe it. Okay. I,
1: I don't, well, w- you I don't you want you to do that. The new cable it. that came with yours is braided, right? Uh. I, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, maybe they're upgrading their cables. So I don't know. Maybe so. So uh... plus, I can always go and buy a cable for somebody else that's cheaper. Do you think people just don't do that? I don't get it. I don't. But do you know what? This is a, it's actually a thought thing because I don't think that way. Like I can't. I can't think conspiratorially from the get go. You may get me there with some evidence. But I don't think I don't go there quickly, right? It's it's tough for me to drag to drag me into conspiracies.
0: Great, especially That's with fine. institutions. There's that no reason like. to be sad about it. I like Apple. I like this phone. This phone's really great. So um, I I want to say this though about the want want standpoint. Wah-wah-wah. Here's the want want. I used to do this in college. In college, when I needed a new computer, I would buy a new computer and I'd yes. be like, I open it and I put it all together. I'm like, I'm so excited for my new computer, but then it doesn't. Do anything different than the old computer it just does it better you know what I mean it just does it faster yeah. so so there's a little bit of that there's a little bit of like and now I'm I'm making calls and I'm texting which is, which interesting is what I was because doing before I did
1: when I first I got every iteration of the iPhone up to probably the
0: 10 every yeah. year because they were making cool crap every single time yeah. or or the phone would age out hard you know what I mean yeah so, so. I went up to about the 10. Yeah. And then
1: after the 10 I slowed down. And now I'm going like every 2 3 years. I'm at a Yeah, cuz the
0: phone just straight works, which is a I'm problem. At a 12 right it's now. a problem for Apple's business model, it truly is. I mean, like this phone right here that I got, I mean, I I can't imagine how I go less than 6 years on this phone. I mean, honestly, because it goes so fast, and the camera—like, how much better of a camera do I ever want? It's got—I have well, a 48 megapixel yeah, camera.
1: That's exactly where I like. It. When, when the, I, we, you know, we all find reasons to do the things we want to do, and like some of the True. things that one of the reasons I used to always upgrade the phone was because the the camera was doing lit like jump light years every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, And I'm like, well, you know, how how valuable is the memories yeah. of my children?
0: Yeah. yeah, or do I my? Or, what we can- or yeah.
1: I use uh or, or I use it for work, and I need to have good pictures of That's those right. buildings. That's right. You need you have you good know. pictures of buildings. Like, oh, this one has a great micro zoom. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. But uh, th- so I had all these reasons. But at some point, they're like, yeah, now it's just incremental.
0: So there's this one. Okay, there's this one feature of this phone that I didn't know existed. That Max was like, oh, check out this feature, and he actually did it for me, which was he clicked click and hold the the button on uh, on video. And then he started doing a walking video around the house. So he, like, he held the camera up and he tried to keep it steady. But when you walk, it's not steady, right? And he walked all around the house and he's like, now boop. And he hits the button and there's like this stabilize feature. Right. And the video is, it's as if you have a steady cam. Like it's insane. It's as, you if, mean, you ha- you it's know, as if you work- have,
1: a- he's working you. Yeah.
0: No, it's for it's he a needs real thing. that for his cinematography. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that he does. That he does. It's as if you have a steady cam. Now, I've actually done the math in my in my head. I'm like, how could that possibly be a thing? And I think I figured it out. But regardless, that's the technology that exists. Oh, here I'm going to show William this this uh, this video. So this is this is him walking around the house, dude. It's not even moving. It's not even moving. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, he's he's definitely working you.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's pretty cool. Sending a Zoom dim on the little sign we have in our believe, house. Believe, believe in me. That's what he's saying. Yeah, believe Max I... always has an angle. <laughs> he always has an angle. So William now has has the admiration and baggage that Rachel and I have had for a while, because because Max is now attending William's class. So he's <laughs> Which I a, love. He's getting a close up look at the uh, uh, ups and downs of close association with Max. It's pretty cool. And they are they are legion. It's, yeah. No, he's great. I love him. I couldn't he, be more proud of he's, him. He's uh, he's pretty incredible, dude. Pretty incredible. Hey, uh, guess what? Nine days. Nine days. Nine till days. William gets. Yay, home, my his son. Kingdom reunited. Yes, reunited. Are you? Do you have people coming down from from Utah yes, to join you? Yes,
1: yes, yes. We have people coming down, and um, we have friends, you know, coming. Uh, well, who knows how many people come? We don't know. You know, you invite everybody and see what happens. Yeah. But, but uh, even if they come and they don't come, that's that's exciting for him, I think. But for me, I'm just like. There's something so, I mean, you've done it twice. I've done it once. There's something like. It's super, super inspiring. Your your wife was telling me that you guys went to, to Salt Lake. This
0: is an embarrassing but hilarious story.
1: Okay, so Rachel is a person of great feeling and love, but she's not a
0: crier. No, you wouldn't you wouldn't think of Rachel as a weeper. Nope. But she does weep about random like she doesn't weep about sad stuff. No. But she weeps about inspiring stuff. Right. So like she actually weeps at parades. <laughs> she was telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> Which but she is said funny. you
1: guys went to Utah uh last week and the we day you We happened... flew.
0: We flew to Utah. So we, we got the family we got this incredible deal on tickets. Like the whole family flying to and from was like the cost of a of a legitimate airline ticket. Yeah, to Utah. and less than driving. It was and it was less than driving by yeah. like two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Especially nowadays. Yeah, especially nowadays. So, anyway, we flew to Utah. And on the way in. And on the way into Utah, so it's. We happen to go on Friday, which is the new missionary transfer day that used right. to be on Tuesdays or whatever. And if you don't know, what happens is all the mission. So, the, there's a
1: training, there's several uh, missionary training centers throughout the world, but the biggest one is in Utah. And all of the missionaries will leave. From Salt Lake International
0: Airport to whatever country they're going to, they're leaving from there. So yeah. you have and, and hundreds and because of the, the population of right. the state, lots of them come home to there. Correct. You, so you, know, you have me?
1: hundreds flying in and out
0: on Friday. Yeah. So they have this big area because it, it, properly and good job Salt Lake for figuring this out in anticipation that there would be a ton of missionaries coming in out of this airport because there have been for a hundred years now. Yeah, they almost have their own terminal. They almost have their own terminal. So they there's this giant area outside the gates when you, where you walk out, just a giant wide area. So we walk out and it's Friday on that day and then there's these five or ten families standing there holding signs like, welcome back, sister so-and-so. Yeah. And... Um, and, and Rachel saw it and saw just this look of eager anticipation on the faces of the parents and the and the and the siblings all like standing there proud with their you know messed up haircuts like waiting to see their older brother or sister. And she just and then some walked out with us and so like the families are like cheered and Rachel just started crying. She just started <laughs> can't crying. laugh because I heard you were too. No, so. no, well, so then I. I know what's so funny is I I would not have cried, but with r- Rachel crying, I did. Yeah, no, right. it's true. I did. I saw Rachel crying and just, that's super weird. I don't know what that's all about, but I saw Rachel crying and it did, it, it sparked, I wept a bit. And, and then Max is like making fun of both of us and it was hilarious. Well, the, the thing
1: about it is, a, I get made fun of in my house because I'm the crier. Mm-hmm. There's a couple times they all get a little bit emotional, but for the most part, it's not. I'm like, I'll cry in a movie. I'll get, like, I'm very. That, yeah. that's, that's just how my heart goes, I guess. Sure. And I like, I just, just you explain it to me. Like I get t- choked up because you, if you've been through that experience, oh, man, either so you emotional. as a person, right. I remember yeah. going down the jetway thinking this is a portal to another place. And then, uh, and then this, and, the, and then, and then, then bringing your children home. It is, there's something so charging about, it. and the, 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 the other part about it is, is that the faith surrounding it is this hurrah for Israel kind of feel to it yeah, right? Yeah. where you're, you're like, like this yeah. is this is what it's about this this gathering of right. God's people and this gathering
0: of of joy uh, you know uh
1: it's, it's neat
0: I, I there was a fun. third subplot though the third so pl- plot a is Rachel plot b is me the third subplot was that Max is preparing to be a missionary next summer and all of the things he's doing right now are like last time before I go on a mission. Like he's doing a bunch of those. Is he saying that? Yeah. Oh. And so and so he like he was saying, for instance, that he goes really hard during the school year, and then he but he, he always looks forward to having the summer off. But he realizes he's like next summer I'm I'm not gonna have. Time. No. I'm like nope. No. Have you a little, thought you were working. You before. better have a little bit of fun. <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: You thought you were working before.
0: Anyway, so the third subplot is. He, we, we were sitting before we walked out. We were sitting and we watched a plane disembark and a bunch of missionaries got off a plane, presumably from Texas. They're all wearing cowboy hats. <laughs> and, um, and he, and he just focused in and watched those guys, and said, "I had a moment when I realized like, what's at stake next summer and what's what my life's going to be like." Like he, like started to kind of connect with the idea of that. Because um, for all of Max's extraordinary strengths, especially around service in the church, like the subtext of all of it is that he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. And the thing with the mission is like, you have to do what people ask whenever they ask, and that's different. And so, you know, he, I think maybe he's trying to figure that out. He will. He'll figure it out. <laughs> it is that we all do that. And by the way, I, I you know, I'm,
1: I'm one of the reasons I'm, I love Max is because we talk about him Max a lot. But he's yeah, a very sorry. interesting character. He, he but, uh, but I, I relate to it because I didn't, I don't like doing what people tell me to do. Yeah, yeah. But as a missionary, I was fine. Yeah. I was fine with it. No, I, I, and he'll like, be fine. I'm good.
0: He'll be fine. All right. Anyway,
1: good things. Hey, what's happening
0: in the world? That you want to talk about? We didn't go' oh. really text. So uh, funny. If I didn't say that, I. So we've talked about how you and I are distancing ourselves from partisanship and we're trying to distance ourselves from partisan politics. Yeah. It it does permeate almost every part of at least public discourse for some reason. And um but but I am going to take full advantage of my distancing myself from partisanship to not feel bad or panicked about Republican disarray in Washington. So <laughs> they kicked out the the House Speaker and I am like furious about it, but I'm also okay, like why? Oh, that's but interesting. I'm also but I'm also like I'm not going to, the only play for me to survive this is to not invest. So I'm choosing to not invest.
1: Oh, well, I wanted to understand
0: why you're furious. I can, I can tell you, but I'm going to tell you dispassionately. And I'm Dispassionately, yes. No okay. crying involved. So.
1: I'm in, okay. really far removed from this, by the way. I'm like so far removed that
0: I find this. Okay. So I'm going to do this. I find it fascinating. Well, there you go. So we can just both enjoy it as a science experiment. Right. Let's see how it goes. Right. Okay. So here's my dispassionate pitch, right? right. Okay. Okay. So you think it shouldn't have been done? I think one starting? of the lessons of Trump, one of the things you and I value about Trump is he got a lot of things done that we've been saying we wanted to get done for a long, long time. Right. And he got more done than maybe any president that we can remember, save save perhaps Reagan and maybe beating Reagan. Right? Yeah, I think he beat Reagan in, in the four-year stretch okay. for sure. Incredible. Um, but one of the lessons learned was he spent zero time trying to bring people along and making them unite behind what he did. Correct. And... He even just went the other direction and roasted people, and made fun of people that didn't, that didn't like what he did. Correct. He was not a unifier. He was not a unifier. Okay. So, and, and, and if he had tried to unify and failed, that'd be one thing, but at some point he quit and then he just, it, it was bad. Okay. So I think one of the lessons that can be learned is if you want to unite the nation, you need to bring them along. And if, okay. it, if it means you go a little bit slower but you bring even but a lot more people along than you do it. Right. Which, and so, which is why Reagan is so a better so, president. So there's a bunch of people, uh, uh, highly conservative people who are doing things that I mostly agree with. I mostly agree with the things that they're advocating for that are holding up the Speaker of the House. And they're saying, do these things or we're going to kick you out. And the Speaker of the House agreed to do those things. And he came into office and he did a bunch of those things and didn't, but he didn't do all of them. And, and, uh, when, um, and so they're like, you didn't do all of them. And he's like, yeah, but I did a bunch of them and I'm going to do a bunch more if you give me more time. And they're like, no, do them all. And he's like, I'm not going to do those things right now. And they're like, fine. And they kicked him out. And so what I think is going to happen, like if we govern that way, as, as, uh, uh, I keep saying we, if Republicans govern that way, if they don't spend the time to bring people along and accept a little bit less in favor of more unity, they're going to lose. That's my take. Okay, I don't disagree with you there.
1: Uh, let me ask this: What is it that he did not do that these uh, people said? Okay, because of this, we're getting you out.
0: Well, and this is going to poke you in the eye. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they're saying it, so I guess I should just take them at their word. They they want to impeach Biden. They don't want to investigate impeaching Biden. They want to impeach Biden. So. Oh, I I, I so I don't think that was it. Well, I don't the, think that's the reason. The other ones that they say are the the funding, funding the war in Ukraine. I think he, they were placated and by the, the idea, and they're talking about the overspending. And I've, I'm yeah, in favor overspending. of overspending. I'm in favor of debating Ukraine, and I'm it's in, overspending. And, and, fine, the, but I mean, if he gave him overspending,
1: they would. I, so it was Matt Gates that did this, okay? Matt Gates put well, it together. Well, he's the face of it, correct? But if you listen to what he said, he didn't care about that other stuff. He's fine with doing investigations with with the Biden family, yeah. And then if that leads to impeachment, it will. He's fine with that process, whatever. His big thing is we have not had a budget for forty-seven years. Think about this. Okay. 47 freaking years. Yeah. And what they've done is they have operated the federal budget based on CRs, or continuing resolutions. And yeah, all right. that means is... Just
0: keep spending what we've been spending. That's what it can Plus, <clears throat> plus a little bit more.
1: Plus a little bit more. So we just <clears throat> keep doing that. We just keep doing that. We just keep doing that. The Congress's job... And this is a very, very... So, so one of these kids that worked for me yesterday was talking, and this, I think, is a high-level idea, right? Why is this a big deal? Here's why it's a big deal. We believe in... a a bicameral uh, or three branches of the government that are equal but separate right so in the last several when's the last president that did great legislation or was good at doing legislation in your mind
0: I don't know. I don't have an answer. Okay.
1: So, probably George Bush is the last one that did. I'm not saying he's great at it. I'm just saying he did. He did a lot of things with, now he might have had the working with the legislature to to get things done, right? And he worked with uh, Democrats and Republicans. I'm not saying it was bipartisan, it just was true. Uh, you know, uh, actually, um, Bill Clinton did well with that. Uh, George Bush uh, Sr. did pretty well with that, uh, although that's what cost him his presidency. And Ronald Reagan did well with that. And all presidents before that had done it. Okay. But up till Obama. Obama did one legislative thing. Do you remember what it was? Uh,
0: Wasn't it something with, uh, oh, yeah, Obamacare. That's all Obamacare.
1: That's it. Yeah, and yeah. he did it with, with, with procedural uh, tricks. Yeah, because he didn't have the votes, but he still did. He didn't have
0: the votes, so they they categorized it as a as a budget issue, which you only need a majority for. Correct. So he did do it though. They forced it
1: in. Whether or not you think that's tricky or not, it doesn't matter. He still did it. Okay. Yeah. Then from that point on, he never did more. He never worked with Congress, and just used edicts basically this is a presidential what do they call that a president when the president signs something and says this is what it is like uh, I can't remember what that word is called you know what I'm talking uh, about
0: executive order
1: executive order so presidential executive orders to do things right this is what we're going to do at the border this is what we do with taxes this is what we're going to do with that and so he did that and then Trump comes in Trump had a couple of legislative victories he did a good tax bill and he did a couple other things but they were small he didn't he's not a unifier so it was very difficult and then, the, and then now we're uh, with Biden and he's doing the same thing. I'm going to forgive uh, the loans. I'm going to do this at the border. I'm going to do this and that. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. Now, back in the old days when you did executive orders, if they felt like it overstepped, Congress would sue the executive branch. And then they go to the Supreme Court and they would. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. OK, let's, let's wrap it okay, up.
1: OK, well, the problem is, is that we're no longer functioning as the three branches of government anymore. Where we were basically have these presidential executive orders that are doing things, and Congress is advocating the very most important thing what they have to do, which is budgeting, and they haven't done it. So continually doing things the way it was was what Gates' problem is. And he says if you're
0: gonna continue to do this, so look crap, again, I I think this is perfectly wonderful. I'm aligned with that idea. And um and in choosing that fight when you only control one branch of government uh, and you had a good leader, uh, when I say a good leader, I'm saying you had an effective Speaker of the House. He did, he, he's been doing things effectively. Um, if you had all those things, is the move to persuade and bring people along and then really push for it when we have a little momentum? Or is the move to be like, no, burn the house down now? Like, I don't, I don't know. We'll, well see. We're all, if it we're works, all. if it works, good job, guys. Yeah. If they get Jordan, if it works, good job. If they get Jordan in there, I think it'll be good. If it works, I like Jordan. Good job. If it doesn't work, then then you'll know that what I'm saying was like, and like, here's the thing. I, I, I'm, so what you're I'm saying I'm is this is not going
1: to promote more unity. It's going to create more
0: division. Well, look, I know, I know how the other like it's it's a we have a two party system. Right. I know how the other side is going to they're going to make fun of. I mean, they've already started. They immediately started making fun of the Republicans, saying they can't govern. Saying they can't be trusted with anything. They're the extreme right MAGA, whatever. So I'm immediately asking myself, would we have gotten more done with McCarthy as speaker than we would uh stopping everything and and, and and fixating on the budget? Which, by the way, probably deserves to be fixated on. I keep seeing these crazy charts on social media that our spending is bazonkers. It like, is
1: bazonkers.
0: Like, like, like we're spending a trillion a month, and you're like. Well, how much is that? No one knows how much that is. That's literally... I don't know if you know this. If I counted dollar bills, I couldn't count a billion dollars it's in my bezonkers. life. It's And so this is a thousand billions. You guys, right? it's bazonkers and you're living it. And why are
1: you yeah. living it? Your bananas cost more. Not because the banana grower is upset and wants to make more money. It's because your dollar doesn't represent the same amount of money anymore. You went to sleep and woke up and your bananas went from a dollar to two dollars and you're mad at the banana grower. You're mad at the Dole, who's the evil corporation? Bull crap! What happened is your dollar sucks. Why yeah. does your dollar suck? Is because we spend so much freaking money that it is going to be on all of us. All right, so one hundred thousand on dollars per <clears throat> citizen. So that's going. You're on paying in the that. World. That the bill will come due. And so I think it's important. I think we're not focused on the budget, and we just kind of pour money. Into no, look, like I think that's the,
0: their primary responsibility. Yeah, they have figured insane. out an alternative way to do it. And in that and, and that alternative way it has become normal. Trump, by the way, gets no points on this. He did zero to contain spending, and he did zero to try and fix the budgeting process. I think I'm wrong by the way, forty seven.
1: No. There have been forty seven CRs. Oh, okay. That's what it is.
0: That that makes a little more sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. So so the last time So I think that's the last time Congress passed a balanced budget
0: a balanced budget okay now it was it like also 90, some it was tricky like 93 or something yeah right?
1: but it was and that was bill clinton and to his credit it was, but it was there was the, some trickeries was, yeah. in there but at, at the end of the day it was so much closer than what we're doing now we just cannot continue to spend this money we don't have it no i get it
0: i and so i agree again i i think i agree with I, i'm a little dude i'm seriously don't know where i stand on the ukraine thing
1: like, Because those guys are
0: all like, Ukraine's corrupt. We're giving money to corrupt people because Biden took bribes from them. And I'm like, uh, I mean,
1: I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Biden took bribes. Do I care that that's part of it? No, not really. I mean, that's such a tiny fraction of it. Do I know, want Putin to expand? Not really. However, is it difficult for me? It's kind of like, uh, it, it, this is a difficult one. And we, we we're spending... We just don't have the money, is the way I look at it. We, we're thirty-three trillion dollars in debt.
0: Yeah, no, man, I agree. And we're so, and with so we'll no, see. with no end in sight. So, what else is going on in the world? Oh, well, that's a kind
1: of an interesting one. I like the third. I like the. I like kind of not being partisan. I don't feel you don't feel like
0: panic, right? No, not at all. You're just like, well, eh, we'll, we'll see how see this happens. goes. It's going to be interesting. Uh,
1: uh, the the <laughs> Trump trial—that's interesting. He seems to be winning. <laughs> I mean, in the court of public opinion, I don't know. Public opinion, I don't know, but the court case itself—you saw that they threw out like two thirds of it. And no, first, I, I heard that that might happen. To that, I'm not reading it. I can't do it. It makes me crazy. No, they threw out two thirds of it. They said this is with not within the statute of limitations. Even the crazy judges, like you can't say this stuff. And the first guy that got up there is like, blah 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 blah, and they're like, this is not. This is all stuff not in the statute of limitations. So that DA got beat down. By the way, how do you get? How, this is a civil suit. Did you know that?
0: Great. I want, is that weird? Well, the, is it weird? Are you Are you going to ask me if the Trump trials are weird? Yeah, they're weird. It's a, it's a civil- 100% bull crap made up persecution of somebody who dared to say, I don't like your ideas and I think you're dumb. And they're like, well, I'll tell you what. You're going to go to jail for that. That's what's happening here. That's There's nothing else different that's happening here. That's what's happening I, Okay, here. so I personally have never heard a civil suit of a state suing an individual. Yeah, it's dumb. They're suing him. Yeah, it's dumb. They're suing him for things that there are no victims for. That's right. So I don't understand how they're standing. I, they're standing because the judge is bending over backwards to clown show this up. Like, it's made up top to bottom. Like not that, Anyway, that's enough about that. Is it enough? I find it interesting. Yeah, that's enough. And it's not even politics. I'm No, just like, like you hear me, I'm just like, see how I can be dispassionate and distance? I'm like, <laughs> I will cut you. <clears throat> oh, I see. I think that's the greatest. So I saw, uh, I saw something yesterday
1: that said, are the trials actually hurting the Democrats because Trump is in the
0: news every single day? And the answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> yesterday, I found a job that was in the political sphere. I found a job oh, you're online, gonna, uh, online. No, and I didn't take a job. I'm uh, saying, I was going to say I what? saw. I saw I, I'm sorry, I said that weird. Uh, I was uh, looking at uh, some. I was looking at a job listing, and an adjacent job listing was for something in the political sphere. Okay, something that I don't know. Twenty years ago, would have been like, "Oh, you work for those guys? You're crazy," and now could literally this crossed my mind. It could literally mean that if I took that job, that half the country would never talk to me again. And that I would get audited every year until the day oh, I yeah. die. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Have is that normal? Of that? Have you heard? I of feel the like pro- that's.
1: I feel like that's pretty weird. Uh, have you heard of the sixty-five project? I have not. So what it is is as anyone that will defend Trump as a lawyer, they they trump up uh, Trump up. Oh, they,
0: they make up they make up uh, bar charges. Yeah, and then they, they the, file,
1: and then what happens is it it disqualifies that lawyer from being able to take the case.
0: Right? (laughs) It's
1: pretty interesting. It's, It's an interesting fight. So then, uh, and then this morning, okay, there's
0: this person. I, I think I've mentioned him
1: before. The 65 in the air. Project that says Defending Democracy and the Rule of Law, a bipartisan effort to deter future abuse of the legal system by lawyers seeking to overturn legitimate elections. We'll, we will hold such lawyers accountable for past abuses and will work to revitalize the state bar disciplinary process so that lawyers, including public officials, who lie about election results and who are fueled insurrection. Will face the professional
0: consequences. (laughs)
1: Come on. This is like we live in Saturday Night Live.
0: Like everything on there, it's like, wait, lie about? (laughs) Lie about. You're saying, are we going to start policing whether or not lawyers are entitled to lie about stuff? Dude, that's just because we can go.
1: We can go go for days. That's all that says on that page, and then in the top right, it says you can donate or volunteer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I have this, I have this, this friend, I think, I've, I think I've mentioned him before in the air, um, yes. who was a friend at, uh, at Disney, and he was the one that was stunned oh, yeah, yeah. and shocked. <laughs> yeah, to he, re- he
1: got red-pilled at some point.
0: No, this is not that guy. Oh. Uh, he was stunned and shocked to find out that, uh, that I didn't vote for Hillary back in the day. It was, it was a scandal. Um, but anyway, we still, uh, he's, we're still friends on Facebook, and he still likes me. Anyway, today, uh, but he posts, but uh, I don't know, every 10th post... Like half of his posts were partisan in nature. Yeah. Every tenth post is like incendiary to the point of like, is this the same guy like that I knew? Like, if you saw him in the grocery store. You're like, this is a folksy, friendly guy. You know what I mean? Like, is this the same guy? So today's post that was, was bananas. Was uh, uh, it was uh, I. I have like, there's like two dozen celebrities, musicians, and comedians that I no longer will listen to because they still post on Twitter. What? (laughs) So like, that's how far his, that's how far his, his freaking purge, his ideological purge goes. That if you use Twitter, because it's now owned by Elon Musk and Elon Musk won't ban people uh, for saying stuff. If you use Twitter, you're a, you're a, what do you call it? You know, you're an alt-right nut job and I won't listen to you anymore. Oh, weird. And I'm like, wow,
1: that's uh, Which is so weird because. because that's pretty isolating. Free, free speech was a, a very liberal idea. Well, like well, they, they well very, I mean, it was when we were kids. Not anymore. I don't know. It's not a woke idea is the problem.
0: Yeah, it's pretty The, the left pretty has nice. gone so
1: far left that they're woke instead of being, instead of being liberal. I respect the It's like when Bill Maher starts
0: to sound conservative, you know you've gone pretty far left. Oh, crazy. Yeah, last week, yesterday, Bill Maher. I, I actually didn't watch it. Maybe it's maybe that's fake. I wonder if that's fake. Yesterday, Bill Maher posted something saying that Biden shouldn't run. Is that fake? I don't I wonder know. Wonder if that was AI. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fake. Hold on, hold on. Bill
1: Maher. Oh, he has an H. Bill Momar, uh, Biden. I think he, I've heard him before. I mean, I think the problem is, um, it's in the New York Post. Dude. Oh, that's another RFK dude. What's going to happen? Have you seen this? Uh, I've just heard that he's going to run. No, no. He hasn't, he hasn't announced anything. It's a big announcement coming on the ninth from Philadelphia. Okay, dude, and everybody speculates that he's going to run as an independent. That's a big deal.
0: Well, it is a big deal in this sense. Like he's not going to win as an independent, dude. He's the prince but if of Democrats. But if he scrapes away five five percent of the liberal dude, vote, then, you talk about then
1: the Republicans win. You talk about Democrat royalty, right? If you're like Obama, uh Clinton, these are Democrat like royalty. No, they're not, dude. Kennedy. Is first of all Kennedy the Kennedy JFK. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen to anything he said back in the day, he would never have been. If he if he had kept his the views of uh, before his death, you know he would never. There's no way he could be even a Democrat. Or maybe the Democrat did didn't go to the woke side. I don't know. But RFK man, if you listen to him, I actually think he would do a lot better if his voice weren't so jacked.
0: Oh, hundred uh, percent. Although, I mean, he has a couple of conspiracy theories that are like, uh, you know, like I don't know. Do you believe the CIA killed his uncle? I, I don't know. I don't think I do. He yeah, does. but
1: I, he has the, he him saying it, big deal. Yeah, I yeah, mean, no, like, I'm, okay, so I'm, he has look, got a few ideas. No, like, look,
0: it, conspiracy theories haven't kept people out of the White House. We saw no, that recently. He's so. an
1: anti-vaxer, and I'm I'm not an anti vaxxer I'm probably I'm in an anti-COVID vaccine. There's no way you're gonna stick me with one of those again. But. uh uh, but when it comes to uh, other vaccines like polio, stuff like that, I yeah, don't Yeah, I'm not it's an anti vaxxer.
0: I am not necessarily anti COVID vaccine, but I'm definitely not getting more boosters. Um No, I'm done. Uh but uh anyway, yeah, I don't know, man. That could be really interesting. That's again more politics, but but fascinating nonetheless.
1: Oh, dude, that's good. But that Those kinda good. goes to
0: where it kinda goes to what you were saying earlier. We were alluding to this. Like, well, let's just enjoy the ride. This is so yeah, someone so, so, Elon Musk said this but there's another guy that I follow on Twitter that says this but he's like let's just assume that the most entertaining outcome is the outcome we're going to get. <laughs> 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 Are you not this entertained? <laughs>
1: it's pretty funny. Dude, okay, well, so, uh, winding out of <laughs> winding out of politics. Do you have you seen this brewing ca- controversy of this dog commander that <laughs>
0: Oh, the the White House dog. The White House dog he just bites everybody. <laughs> He's bit twelve
1: people. Twelve's <laughs> a lot. First of all, that's a complete conspiracy because right there, if you're a normal 12's, human 12's and your dog lot. bites someone, if it bite and then some, they report it right. Yeah. The SPCA or the dog catcher in your area, your dog local. Dog, if it bites a couple of times, they put your dog down. Yeah, 12's a lot. 12's a whole lot. <laughs> And they're biting civil servants, you know, like their secret
0: service. Like what they do, I'm protecting. Like if I was writing a sitcom about the White House. like It's hilarious. One of my favorite things to do in comedy is repetition because jokes build on each other. And just the idea that like... At the middle of a high intense moment, just a dog just runs through and bites somebody, and <laughs> just keeps running. By the way, I did fake news. It's not twelve times. It's
1: eleven. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. I totally exaggerated. What? Well, William
0: Everett lied today. Go post that on it's X. You been, it's liar. Been eleven people. <laughs> 11 people is a lot. CNN's reporting the
1: real number is higher. That includes executive resident staff and other white (laughs) 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 workers. There's this roving freaking Cujo. There's (laughs) roving wild
0: dogs.
1: (laughs) And Uh, he's like, probably pees all over the carpet too. I mean, like, come on. This is hilarious. It's hilarious.
0: We live in weird Um, times, man. We good times in real indeed. Times. Hey, so uh, let's talk about a couple other things. So we—I uh, recently took a trip. We, my family and I, went to Salt Lake City on the airplane. We already talked about that. We saw the uh, missionaries in the airport. Yes. Um, but we did two things that were of consequence. One, well, three, I guess. One, we went to Nate Bergazzi, the comedian. I heard it was good. He played in the Delta Center. Was it full? Dude, uh, no. I mean, like he puts a stage at the end of the at the end of the basketball court right, and kind of curtains it from there. So it's oh, like two okay. thirds full okay. or something like that. You know what I mean? So he's kind of play into a bowl sort of, you know what I mean? Not Is it like still that full? And it, uh-huh. Well, if you, I mean, <laughs> it was. And I was like wondering, can I, can a single person command the attention of like 15,000 people? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, answer. Yes, he can. So he had two opening acts and they were fine. Uh, and they were one, one, one. One was not good. One was good. Um, and but then, but then I'm like, yeah. But but can you command the space? And then freaking Nate comes out. Now we came to see Nate, so I get that there's a difference. But he just took over the room, dude. He took over the That's room with awesome. fifteen thousand people. A big room. He, did, he had some. He had some great stuff. Like he also did a new set, so it wasn't anything from his shows that we've seen on the internet. So All he right. has. He has like. He has a show and a half on Netflix, and he has a show on Amazon. Um, and it was new stuff; it was great.
1: Are there? Are no? So I don't go to comedy shows, uh, yeah. but uh, not because I have anything against them. I just, I, I guess, someone would have to invite me to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not something I'd go out of my way. So my question is, are do are they
0: usually that big? Oh like no, 15, no, no, no. That's 000. the thing, That's ne- never. That's never so huge never no so like is it only there any- are there are comics that have played stadiums so like Steve Martin played stadiums Richard Pryor played stadiums Eddie right. Murphy played stadiums Chris Rock played stadiums um and then what's his Kevin Williams played stadium still but it's considered like a Holy Grail sort of thing like Like a big comedy venue plays a couple thousand people. I went and saw Seinfeld in Salt Lake City when I lived there. Right. And it was in the Abravanall Hall. And I think it was two, three thousand people, something like that. You know what I mean? That's a big room. That's like but that's a theater room built built for that's like a a large theater. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's still those large theaters only like three, four thousand. This is what I'm saying. I saw Seinfeld in three or four thousand. So when I when you see Nate Bergazi in the Delta Center and he played two nights. Full yeah, I did the math. It's it's like clearing a million bucks. If you if you if you have fifty percent margins, you clear a million bucks. Wow.
1: <laughs> anyway, wow. That's
0: so uh, okay, back to the back to the point. Okay, sorry. He was great. He took over the room. He was hilarious and he was family friendly. He alluded to general conference, which is the other thing that happened. We went, oh, I went did to he? went to a church. Wait, like, is this guy LDS? He's not. He's oh, a, he's, he's a Christian okay, guy. Gotcha. And uh, but he and he didn't actually say it. He's just like, hey guys, great to be here. And he goes, this is a big weekend for y'all. <laughs> that's, that's all he said. Utahns. And some people are like, ha ha, 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 But then he said the other thing. <laughs> he didn't quite, like he was, he kind of wanted to make jokes about how he's stuck in Utah because he's a clean comic. Right. But he stopped quite, he stopped short of actually joking about it. But he said this. He's like, he's like, look, I mean, I'm looking out in this audience and I just, like, just want to say like, this is what we were promised when we decided to be clean comics. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he goes, this is what we were promised. He's like, I, mean, I spent a lot of time in Utah. He's like, I spend more time here than, but anyway, thanks. You guys are amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what, I, this part of me was like, could he fill that in another no, place?
0: No, he's yeah. playing in LA in a couple of weeks. I bet he's playing in a couple thousand person stadium or uh, hall. I bet. I don't know, but I is bet. Is he
1: always clean or does he just have a clean set? He always, he's
0: always clean. He is a clean comic. Interesting. Was Seinfeld be considered a clean comic for the most Mostly. part? Mostly. Yeah. Like he has, I mean, he has a handful of jokes that allude to, I actually remember from his original set, the jokes they made about sex and they were like, it's funny because they weren't sexy. Do you right. know what I'm saying? PG, really. <laughs> but like, like one of them, and this is again, I, th- I feel like this is PG, so I'm going to tell it. You know, the, but this is one of the great ones about, from Seinfeld about sex. He's like, there's some, something really final about standing there naked. He's like, just, it's just complete, the finality of it's really intense. He's like, I think it'd be nice if you could just have pockets and you can just put oh, your hand geez. you can just put your hands in your pockets when you're naked. He's like, "I'd feel a lot more comfortable." He's like, Maybe "You just put your hands in your pockets." And I think, I think that's a funny idea. So is that dirty? I'm like, "Not really." You know what I mean? We could make pockets. <laughs> but, like garter they're like garter no, kind this of things. straps just, and they're on I the think, sides. I think that'd be really nice to be able to put my hands in my pockets. That's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, so so yeah, he's a clean comic. I mean, he didn't come up saying I'm a clean comic, but he but he rarely swears and he barely talks about because um, he says that swearing means that you didn't really get there on the joke. That's what Seinfeld says. Yeah, well,
1: and the other part, I also think that clean comedy is uh, so clean comedy. I think is hard. I think it's harder. Yeah, because with with if you're not a clean comic, you can use mm-hmm. either language, which is getting harder to use because everybody. Yeah, using no, you
0: can be shocking, but shocking and like it gets it gets you over yeah, the line. You
1: have to get cruder and cruder and cruder to be funnier and funnier. And in fact, I find that some of these comics that are kind of like big. Uh, and there's a lot of
0: female comics that are super crude. Oh, all of them. And I think all it's, of them. I and think it's, it's, it's not funny. <laughs> no, it's but, not but, funny. No, it's not funny. But it sells tickets. So lots of people think it is funny for just to be like, I'm gonna be a girl. It talks about my sexuality as if I'm a teenage boy in a locker room. And I'm like, that's not. We- that's weird. I'm not into it. But yeah, a lot I'm of people are. I'm but it not. is harder to be a clean comic. It just is. I think uh, it is. But he, uh, but he's doing freaking stadium, like like he's selling out stadiums. That's that's huge. <laughs> so then, uh, so that's thing one. So I recommend Neighbor Gotts's comedy show. I think it's really good. He's touring the nation. If you can, I, you should go. It's a lot of fun. So the other thing though in this trip that we attempted was because our our, our hotel was downtown. The show was downtown, and general conference was downtown. Oh wait, I heard, are you going to
1: say take the train?
0: So we didn't rent a car. We were there for two days, and we didn't rent a car. so, that, so interesting because and okay, you finish your story
1: because I have a, a related one. And
0: it was a fun experiment. Okay, and you just took tracks, right, and, and down I, to I the don't North recommend Temple. it. And I don't don't recommend, no tracks is fine. I have no problem with tracks, but what I'm trying to say is like, at some point I wanted to go to a restaurant. It's five blocks away. Salt Lake city blocks, pretty big blocks. So it's like half a mile to a restaurant. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, let's walk there. You know what I mean? It's like, and then you walk there, you're like, I got to walk back. You're like, it's a huge pain in the butt to live in the American West and not have a car. Why not Uber? Huh? Why not just Uber? Do you know how much Uber costs now? Uh It's not cheap. It used to be like, oh, that cost me $5. doesn't cost $5 anymore. Uh, Let me give you another example. I did rent those scooters. Oh, they're all over up there. All over. So I rented one. Rachel and I rode it. We went from the west side. So we went from Delta Center area. Right. Downtown around Temple Square and back. Okay. So just imagine how far that is. How far do you think that is? Just put a number on it. Two miles. All right. I paid $20 for my scooter. Really? <laughs> $20 and her scooter, so that's 40. Yeah. Now it was fun and it was an entertainment thing. So I'm fine, whatever. But uh, what I'm asking you is, how weird. Uh is the is the sharing economy going well? It is not. <laughs> so my my point of my story is uh as much fun as it was to attempt it, and as much fun as it was to travel light. By the way, to it. not Those rent are a car.
1: U- the, you do the green ones? Yeah. Those are Uber scooters, too. Yeah. So, what's really interesting about Uber so is. So, the wheels
0: have come off the sharing economy. The costs, sharing it costs economy too much. Is, yeah.
1: I really think that Uber is putting their future in Elon Musk. I think that they're just looking at it saying, until he gets full autonomy driving. Like, and he's the one farthest ahead of it until full autonomy, me And I just don't think Uber is a a profitable uh, thing. I think it's gonna, it kills the cab industry. (laughs) So I think not anymore.
0: Costs the same as a cab. And now cabs are actually saying you can pay me with Uber if you want. Cabs, yeah, but I think I still think <laughs> that Uber is easier and to use than tech cabs were. Even no, one hundred percent. Well, it increased it increased the cab pool. Look, I'm a big fan. I'm not I'm not here to hate on Uber, and I'm not here to hate on scooters. I like the. Technology. I'm a big fan of all of it, but I'm surprised that
1: it doesn't work. I was in a lawsuit and uh, I had to go downtown to the courthouse all the time, and back then they had this uh, kind of Uber style uh, parking app, and I can't remember what it's called it died. But what would do is you would tell them where you want or where you're going to be and then they would pick your car up and valet it. And then you would just get it, go in. And then when you're done, you would push it. I mean, it w- it worked so amazingly. Like I would literally just pull straight up to the courthouse. There'd be a guy that rode a scooter over there, like a push scooter, and then he'd fold it up and ask, "Hey, is it okay if I put this in the trunk while I drive it back to the to a lot. I'm saying, sure. So he put it in the thing, they drive it off. And then when I was done in the court, I'd push, I'm, I'm done. The car would be out in front. It was amazing. I thought it was freaking phenomenal. Okay. And then it died. Yeah. It just disappeared. I don't know if it's still alive in, in, uh, in like, you know, bigger cities where that would work. But, um, yeah, I mean, LA. Bigger
0: cities than LA? Bigger. I mean, LA is not a
1: I wish I remember what the valet um, app, but uh, they they anyway, yeah it, it worked great. But yeah, the share economy kind of thing. I thought that that would go pretty well, especially since parking is always a problem in LA. And I had I, all my friends when I tell them about it, they used it all the time. And I just I think that what do you think it is? You think it is?
0: No, look, we don't have we don't have okay. And I'm not saying we have to have this. I'm a big. I, I favor libertarian ideas when it comes to business, but that doesn't mean I want pure libertarian ideas in business. But look, what, what's happening? Well, we're regulating. That's what's happening. The reason Airbnbs, are, they killed Airbnb in New York City by regulating it. They said, oh, we can only have a limited number of shareable apartments. And so now they put a cap on it. When you constrain supply, when you constrain supply, demand, uh, and the demand stays constant, prices go up. So, so guess what? Airbnb is expensive in New York City now.
1: Yeah.
0: And and governments all over the ride-sharing apps like crazy. Like there's cities you can't even use them. Like it's illegal to do Uber in Vancouver, Canada. Like yeah. So they used to keep them from government government coming murders, to airports. And murders everything. They keep them. They keep Uber from properly going to airports. They're like now there's an Uber pickup area. and You have to stand there for an hour government's ruining it and they're ruining a on purpose. Oh,
1: not only that, did you know that if you go, <laughs> I, I, I tried to take an Uber from LAX and you know, they made that the one, the best parking lot at LAX it used to be the cheapest and the closest. Okay. And they bought that and then they turned it into this Uber lot, right? Where okay. Uber and Lyft and all these guys could pick people up right. and drop people off. And so if you, if they pick up or drop off there, there's a surcharge of yeah. like 40 bucks. Yeah. And if you just walk one block- North of the or in any direction of the of, yeah of of LAX, you can get the same Uber for 40 bucks cheaper.
0: yeah, this is what I'm saying. So people like so does it work? I think the technology works fine. and would it work? I think it would work, but insurance companies are now taking a piece and governments are taking a piece and yeah. airports are taking a piece yeah. and guess what? then we just we've re- reloaded all the all the fees. So you know, they figured it out. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah, Airbnb is kind of dead, huh? Anyway, so, you see uh, Airbnb so stuff. can on? we travel without a car? Kind of, but I don't recommend it, at least in the American West.
1: Okay, so I took, we were there as well, but I was down in the Provo-Orium area uh, because that's where my girls are, and that's my sister lives down, my brother lives down there. Yeah. And so uh, we were kind of down in that area, and uh, nobody could give me a ride to the airport on Saturday night. Oh, I'm okay. um, sorry, Monday night. All right. And so... I'm like, how the heck are we gonna do this? Uh, you know, my sister was really sick, so she couldn't. My brother, you know, was was doing his stuff, and uh, I'm sure. Actually, I didn't ask my brother, so and he listened. so I know he. Yes, I know Ben. You he would was him. ready and willing. Yeah. and I know your boys probably <laughs> would take me too. But I was like, okay, I, I'm already putting people out. Why don't I try to find another way? So we're gonna take the frontliner, which is oh, the train. The front runner, yeah. Front runners, I would just call yeah. front runner. And so we took it from Provo. And we rode it up to that same place that you got off at Tracks from the airport. Okay, yeah. And then you get off and you go on to Tracks and you go to the airport. Yeah. It worked great. Yeah. It takes a lot longer. Yeah. But I'm not putting anyone and it out. Really, what did it cost you, $10 or something like that? Um, well, I got to admit it's really difficult to figure out how to pay. <laughs> it really is. And All no right. one asks. Which is No one weird. asked for your tickets. No one. I thought that was weird too. That's really weird. Okay. Which my son, who's 12, thinks is the dumbest thing ever. Like, what in the heck? <laughs> so I spent, I, I, I figured out how to do the front runner uh, tickets. Yeah. Because we were rushing to get on the thing, so we couldn't pre-buy the tickets at the little kiosk, but there's, like, apps you could do. So I I figured that out, and I had that one down. But the weird part about the app was because I was moving on the train, it wouldn't let me buy—because they they do it by destination to destination— Right? Oh, so it okay. wouldn't let me buy from the one I got on at. I had to buy at the one that I was coming up to. Oh geez. Yeah. So by the time I figured it out it was like three stops into it. So I think <laughs> I, I gypped him like a buck. <laughs> yeah. And so I got that one, but nobody asked for it. No. And then I got to the tracks one and I'm like trying to figure out how to pay on the app. And I there just no way. I didn't know if it was because I had the the other ticket it, it allowed me to do this ticket or because that other ticket didn't clear off because they didn't scan it, then it allowed me to do I don't know yeah I have no idea so I ended up getting on tracks I spent the entire time on tracks and on the thing to figure out how to do it on the app I probably should just use the kiosk but I figured yeah gonna- yeah they,
0: they actually had a person set X the kiosk to make sure that you could figure out how to use it how that was it, funny. it's
1: bizarre that they don't scan or <clears> they don't do something they I mean all it tells me is is that that thing all public transportation in all cities run at a loss and you can say well that's even a good- New York Oh even, yeah, even like big... oh yeah, New York a lot. Really? Uh, yeah, by a lot. They have tons and tons of um, employees and maintenance and everything like that. There's not one that's profitable, I and see. that's okay. I think it might be a legitimate government service that we need. Yeah. Um, and you can that could be argued. However, the this one is nobody's. You know, I who would pay for it? I saw all these people that I'm like, there's no way. Was it empty? Paid. Was it empty? for No, you? no, it was full. Oh, okay. It was full. They, a lot of people used it. And uh, to the credit, oh, this is another weird thing. So maybe this is just a Utah thing. Maybe it's just Utah people are so honest that they just do it. And enough honest people do it that it's worth the people that don't, right? So, in other words, the employee no, they're losing that they lose money. <laughs> <laughs> they are losing money. So, but check- No, I know they all lose money. But here- So here's- I'm at Trader Joe's picking up my daughter who works at Trader Joe's there in Orem. Yeah. And I'm watching them kind of clean up because I'm in the parking lot and she's, you know, she's finishing work and they're cleaning up inside and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wonder- Somebody was out- Putting the pumpkins up, you know, they have those big crates of of pumpkins out front, right? And I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do with those. And then there's like these crates and then there's a whole like wall of the tiny pumpkins over there outside. I'm like, oh, they must be taking them in and blah, blah, blah. They never took them in. Those pumpkins are just sitting out. Yeah, th- th-
0: night long well yeah and you don't have to pay for your gas before you start pumping in Utah at least you didn't used to I guess you do now because okay, everyone uses cards doesn't
1: the delinquent well, you teenager to, you in you, to, you used
0: to pump gas and then go in and pay in isn't Utah. there a delinquent teenager in you that's just like oh free pumpkins <laughs> not at scale
1: not well, at yeah, scale I might get one go crush it on somebody <laughs> or something yeah, I, I had a problem with it. My so wait, let's, let's put a button on it. this. Yeah, well, Utah. The, must train, be a really, the trains
0: worked fine. They worked great, and it's good to have a car. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say that. I wouldn't. I would never. I don't think I'd. If if everybody
1: were out and I couldn't get a ride, taking the train is a viable option. Okay, and then next Brett, up,
0: maybe not. I went to the best cookie place in Utah, and I, by the way, we have a huh? we have we have a cookie purveyor who I would thought, say. How dare you, sir, who listens to this podcast? And I'm like, hey, like, you're amazing. And I love your stuff. Wait, Crumble's not the best cookie in Utah? The best cookie anywhere on planet Earth is Ruby Snap in Salt Lake City. And I cannot for the life of me figure out why they haven't expanded and why they haven't franchised. It is so good, it's bananas. Like and I and I can't understand their business model because they'll give you giant samples as many as you want, and and I can't understand how they make money because their cookies are super high, like production value. But it is the best cookie anywhere. Are they the same size
1: as like a crumble cookie? No, dude. Oh, they have an oatmeal.
0: No, bro, they are so good, dude. <laughs> I can't even emphasize enough. I bought them for my mom. For, it says called bro. a Betty. It's called like a hot cobbler, baby.
1: Uh, dude, an oatmeal cookie paired with Mediterranean th- These cookies are and the tart. best
0: cookies ever anywhere. The Betty is amazing. Wow. Uh, the Wait, Lola. What's the Frida? What's is, Frida has the, some kind spicy the Frida? The Lola is amazing. The Frida is spicy chocolate. It's amazing. The um, go to if you wanted to talk, you know what we're talking about. Go to Rubysnap.com, and they do ship. And so these will still be pretty good if you get them in a couple days, I guess. I mean, I freshness isn't a big part of the equation. Snicker doodle. The, the the novelty is part. is the equation. A horchata snickerdoodle bursting with cinnamon I'm and covered you, with brown rice and, milk glaze. Okay, so Rachel, I've I mentioned this before. Rachel doesn't care a whole lot about food. But she does care about the handful of things that she cares that I care about food and she cares about the handful of experiences that are just over the top. So she still talks about that fancy restaurant went to. But when I tell her, Rachel, we're going to Ruby Snap, she gets visibly giddy and she gets anxious until we get there. And she claps when we're there and she claps every bite she takes after we leave. They're so good. Like it is unbelievable. And they have one store and they have not, expanded and i don't understand it i don't understand have you it. ever tried to order okay so now and it they says, actually are they're well like they're well brown branded like no dude their branding is insane and they're and they're, it, it, i'm telling you everything's working so it looks like they sell them in grocery stores now oh, oh no man. they sell dough in grocery stores so oh, that well. means you get the simple stuff, which by the way, the simple stuff is very very good. <laughs> like you're looking at that uh, that Betty and you're thinking that's not a very good cookie. Uh, like no sir. That cookie is bonkers good. The Betty is uh, just for those of you not reading along on the website. It's an oatmeal cookie that has apricots and cherries inside. It is so good.
1: And they're tart cherries, they're not regular. <laughs> Dude, they're cherries. so good. All right. I so, want I want to try the Frida though. That spicy one sounds familiar. So
0: but... uh, highly recommend. So we went there. That was a lot of fun. Dude, and I can't have uh, the Louise's like, TDF. We are they not say. the first people that have said, "Why don't you franchise?" I know it. So I, I, I can only assume that someone's like, "No, I like my simple life, and I'm gonna stick with it." But, but man, it's good. So anyway, dude, look at this. the uh, The Lola <laughs> Williams excited. <laughs> like, the look on William's face right now. I'm a cookie guy. Oh, I dude. love cookies, William. So uh, we sh- I should have made you go with us because we went right after conference. I saw William at conference, so. Oh, man, Uh, that looks
1: good. Well, so my my go-to in Salt Lake, and I have to eat there every time, and I know that you will not go there, is Crown Burger. I love, love, love Crown Burger. Now, it's not because of the food. I think the food's fine. It's, you know, as far as burgers go, to me— If
0: they rebranded, it would probably be fine. They they
1: can't rebrand. Okay, because it's uh, it's a group of no, no, brothers. Tell, they're not. They're not related. They're they're related, but tell me not. about what. Kramberger okay, are. so I love Crown Burger because it's nostalgic to me. I see, and I think their fry sauce is better than anybody's fry sauce. But every Crown Burger has different fry sauce, and the one there on North Temple is my friend Kathy owns it, and okay. she, I always go there. And when you I see you literally know
0: the owner of the Crown Burger, yeah. On. So she's the right. she's the daughter of the brother i'm stunned that that they still have that real estate with the burger joint like i'm like like it feels like that could be a high rise but
1: for sure and i've told her that because they
0: actually did you know that if you want to go to conference
1: or the delta center you can park in their parking lot as long as you buy something there then they will validate you and you can park in their parking lot (laughs) that's fantastic so conference or delta center or any kind of like when the jazz play or whatever they're always busy i mean they rock that place that's probably the best location. There's several yeah. other locations that they have, but it's not the same owner. They're, it's a it's going to be another brother's, like the uncle or whatever. Right. And so they all do things a little bit differently. I just love Crown Burger. It, to me, it's like a nostalgic thing. I always over order there. Like, Do you get
0: the pastrami burger? I always
1: you... get the pastrami burger, and their pastrami is okay, and their burgers okay, but you put the whole thing together, I just I love it. I just go. Yeah. In fact, last week I knew I was going to Crown Burger, so I I was so diligent on like eating really really well all week long because I knew when I got to Utah I was going to pound Crown Burger. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I did.
1: I think I spent eighty dollars at Crown Burger.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's oh, yeah. Oh, that was, that was, that was the dark that, side.
1: Not just me, by the way. That's the dark <laughs> side I found out. The,
0: the dark discussion. side I found out about going around with my family, which I, it was really great. I got my whole family together. We were, all the six of us were walking around Salt Lake City for a couple days. Is that if I, anytime we stopped to eat, it was costing me hundred bucks. Like, oh yeah. when I, all the families I, together. That's yeah. a lot of, that's a lot of hundreds. Min- hundred dollars minimum. I know, man. I know. Yeah. And I'm so. actually,
1: I'm really grateful because none of my kids or my family get drinks, which to me is this like extra, th- they, they, you know, dollars. <laughs> like 50 cent drink that they <laughs> no, got. Dude, like, now we're doing full like old, old man. Now we're doing full but old man. You know what? So you know what? There's a restaurant in, in Salt Lake that I really, really miss. There was a Lebanese restaurant that my mentor Rafi, his, uh, his cousin, ran for 30 years. Oh, interesting. Years, okay. And it was the best Lebanese food I've ever had.
0: Okay. In Salt Lake. Oh, there's a... I mean I was going to say you know that LA, I mean there's the Lebanese place in North Hollywood yeah, that so I got to take you to my mentor really okay great. my mentor is
1: uh I've been there uh my men- Armenian. my mentor is Armenian Lebanese right and he's from like from Lebanon so Lebanese food was his passion Yeah and he he said the same thing the food at his cousin's place in Utah was the greatest but they they closed it a couple of years ago cuz they retired and the kids didn't want to do it and so it's too bad there's yeah. a there's a there's a What there's, was it called I don't, uh, I don't remember. Anyway. Okay. Cool. There was, there's a dish called Mahamara. Have you ever had that?
0: Uh, I mean, maybe. It's
1: like pomegranate and it's not really a dish. It's kind of like a hummus type thing. Oh, okay. And it's made of like walnuts, pomegranate, and it's a little bit spicy and sweet. Oh. <laughs> oh so yummy other news I think the best Indian food I've ever had in my life is in Provo, Utah oh I Bombay know you, you've
0: shared this hot take before and I am and, an Indian uh, I'm not having it Dude. I'm not having it have you eaten there? yeah I actually know the owner and I think it's I think it's very good
1: you don't think it's <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best Indian food oh it's food. the best I've had <laughs> I'm sure but, well, it's but you've been to Europe so maybe you've had stuff in but Europe but shouts to
0: Daniel Kumar if you're listening Good job on those restaurants. Uh, William loves it. I have a great experience when I'm there. And uh, are there both more lo- than one? Both locations. There's a Salt Lake location and a Provo location.
1: Oh, I didn't even know the Salt Lake one was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I would have gone. I love Bombay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I made William sad. I should go back to talking about cookies. I don't make your face light right I know. up. No, <laughs> I want to go.
1: Like, I really want to try this. Next time I'm there, I'm going to try it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, friends, and you're ever in Salt Lake City and you don't go to uh, Ruby Snap Cookies, which is just downtown, it's like, it's not in the heart of downtown. It's, it's, at uh, it's like on Fifth, it's on Fifth West and like, I don't know. It's right there on the website. Uh, dude, it's so good. There's almost always curb parking and, uh, it's just great. Wait, it says the headquarter
1: offices, but it doesn't say A flagship it's bakery. Seven fifty six South three hundred West.
0: Yeah, it's three hundred West. Okay, I don't
1: know. That's what it's. But this is the office, but I don't know if that's like the actual.
0: Place. Uh, but yeah, just Google Maps. You're. It'll take you there. There's only one location. It's really good. Oh yeah,
1: that's it. Seven seven seventy South three hundred West.
0: Yeah. So uh, so good. RubySnap dot com. All right, friends, this has been a savory and sweet and maybe a little bit spicy, kind of like the Margot cookie from uh, Ruby Snap. Wait, that's the wrong cookie. Where's, where's the spicy one? It's not Margot. <laughs> where's the spicy one? I can't find it. It's right
1: there, Frida.
0: The Frida, kind of like the Frida cookie Margot. from is Ruby there, Snap. Is there even a Margot? Uh, episode of oh, the Ruby Podcast? The Wait, Margo is I a
1: chocolate cinnamon dough with milk chocolate
0: mint center. Ooh, that sounds good, dude. Dude, the one that we got that was that's not on here because it was experimental, was a peach cobbler. So it was oh, like which it, was, is it was a jam. cookie. It was a yeah. It was a cookie with uh, like cream frosting on top, and then a puddle, a little, a little like a dollop of of, of peach cobbler. Of peach Dude, pie this Ricky. Oh.
1: Coconut dough with coconut, almonds, and semi-sweet
0: chocolate. I guess we got to stop oh. talking about this. Oh, this my has God. been the WayStation Podcast. Uh, life hack. Go get those cookies. Dude, Mia. Have good a good day.
1: William? Bye.